Growing up, my family, my brothers, my parents, we ate really big portions. We ate really big portions. But this is something that my entire family had to kick or has to kick if they haven't yet. Because it is a lesson that can hold you back. Because it is a habit that can obviously hold you back. And it's something that I had to kick. So I'm giving you my experiences on how I overcame being hungry all the time. Today. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real. food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. People will tell me I struggle with being hungry all the time. And I don't mean like when they're dieting. They just mean literally all the time. So like they might be eating junk and eating whatever they want and eating until they're satisfied, but then they're hungry right away again. They're always thinking of food. You know, they have these really big portions, kind of like I said in the beginning. And I've talked about this before, but I've never kind of told my experience. And I'm going to give some extra tips because I think last time I talked about this, um, I've learned some extra details just about myself and what I've had to overcome. But before I do dive into those details, because you're going to like them, I've been getting some more reviews on the podcast, and I appreciate those that came in. So if you could take a second to review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, not all of them let you leave a review. Uh, And if they don't, maybe you could share this with someone or put it on your Facebook story, Instagram story. But either way, leave a review. Let me know what you think of the podcast on social media. And it truly would mean a lot. And it would help me understand what episodes you think are good and, and stuff like that. All right, back to the episode. Like I said earlier, I grew up and we ate really big portions. We had, um, we would have a four course meal on our plate, and then we'd go and refill everything, have seconds on everything and refill that plate. And then my mom would have some cookies that we would chew on for the next couple of hours until the next meal time. And that's basically how we grew up. And just to kind of further land the point, I I was not like a really hungry kid when I was little, like from age zero to like 13, probably. I did not eat that much. I didn't have that much of an appetite. Uh, I didn't eat big portions, but over time, you know, I think we kind of developed some habits or or learned some lessons on like eating more is better and stuff like that. And I did want to get big. I wanted to be a big, strong guy with muscle. And I knew I had to eat bigger to do that. And so maybe that's that's what happened to me. But, you know, I remember I would go to McDonald's because the town I grew up in had a McDonald's. And I would go, and it was at the time, do they still have the crispy chicken sandwiches? I don't even remember what they're called, but I think it was the crispy chicken sandwich. It's not the McChicken. This was the bigger one. It was the crispy chicken sandwich that was way bigger than the McChicken. And I would go and I would regularly order three or four of those. If I felt like I was really hungry, I would order four and eat them all. 
if I, and I didn't get fries usually. I just liked the crispy chicken sandwich so much. I just wanted the sandwich, so I'd order four. Uh, sometimes I would order three if I felt like I was at like a normal hungry level, and I thought that I I didn't think anything of it until like friends would comment on it, family members would comment on it, like "Wow, you're eating that much!" And I have a subway example. So our same hometown uh, has a subway and had a subway when I was growing up. And I would do one of two things. I would order 18 inches of subs or a full two feet. So I would, if I was really hungry, I would order a 12-foot uh, chicken teriyaki, I think is the name of it. That was that was pretty good. And then I'd order a 12-inch Subway Melt, which they still have the Subway Melt, but I don't think it's on the menu. But they know how to make it still. That's a good one. And if I felt like I wasn't that hungry for two footlongs, uh, I would I would order 18 inches. But then at Subway, I would still get the chips. I would always get the sun chips. And then I would also get a cookie on top of that as well. And so I just told those examples of the way I ate at those two restaurants so that you know how big my portions were. I could really eat. And I felt like I was hungry all the time. Like if at any point in the day, if somebody said, do you want to go out to eat? I would have said, absolutely. I loved going out to eat. I still love going out to eat, but I, I have much more control over my portions usually. Sometimes that old Spencer rears his ugly head, but I have much more control. And this is something that I think you guys want. You want more control over your hunger, more control over your portions, because it is a really good first step to take. It really is. It's a great first step to take, maybe not even the first step, but for even anybody that's experienced out there, you know, this is, this is something that could help. So, so how did I do that? How did I, you know, get a little more sensible in my ordering? How do I, how did I lower my portions and control my hunger essentially? So you guys hear this from me all the time is it takes time and it takes practice. If you were eating really big portions for the last 10 years, or like, let's say it's just the weekends. For those of you that are a little more experienced, I know some of you listening are experienced, let's, and you're eating really good through the week while well, you still have giant portions over the weekend. So you can still relate to this one. So it takes time and practice. If you've been eating really big portions for the last 10 years, you're not going to solve it in a week. You're not going to solve it in a month. And you might not even solve it in the next six months. And I say you won't solve it in six months because it's like you got to battle the same weakness again later on. Like, uh oh, that Spencer is back and he wants to eat two foot of Subway sandwiches uh, and, and have cookies afterwards. You know, you're going to have to fight that guy down again. And, and the more you fight, the better you get at it. That's the way it went for me. And I think that's the way it goes for a lot of people that learn how to control their hunger. It's going to take a long time and it's going to take practice. Now, the more obvious tip I have for you is you need to eat more protein and more fiber. So I found that when I was eating really big, the, my protein number was actually not that high and my fiber was actually super low. I was eating really, I, I was eating foods that were carbs and fats, the foods that I loved, which I'm going to talk about here soon. And I wasn't having a vegetable and a fruit every day. I wasn't trying to work in a salad every day. And I, I, I didn't care what my protein number was at. I, I didn't even know. And, and then when I started to track my calories and figure out where my protein was, it was too low. So I wasn't eating protein and fiber, and that also made me hungry. 
water. I wasn't tracking my water, okay? If you if you have a meal, let's say you eat a meal. I know a lot of you can relate to this one. And people act like it's impossible to overcome and it's not. So you have a person that's hungry all the time and you, you give them a, a full plate of healthy food and they eat it and they go, I'm still hungry. Yeah, by the way, that is super normal. But what I want you to try is you eat that healthy meal, you eat it, you're still hungry, drink water until you're full and bloated. Don't tell me that you're hungry all the time and then not drink a bunch of water after your meal. You can go, if you eat a healthy meal with protein and fiber and you're still hungry, you'll feel like you ate Thanksgiving dinner after drinking enough water to get to that point. Okay, another one is you need to have better meal timing. So I like to see people spread out their their food throughout the day, spread out their calories throughout the day versus saving them for a certain time here and there. You're gonna control your hunger if you have roughly the same calories at each meal. And if you don't like to do it like that, at least you're having your meals kind of spaced out a little bit and kind of controlling your hunger that way. So meal timing is a way that you can control your hunger. Another one is don't skip meals. This one I hear a lot either, there's kind of two sides of it. So there's people that they do intermittent fasting. They've done it for years and stuff. And so like they feel like they're doing a good job by skipping some meals. And then they turn into like the cookie monster at nighttime and they cannot control their food binges. And that was me too. I did intermittent fasting. I thought intermittent fasting for me was going to be the final answer. At first, I loved it, and it was it was great, and then it wasn't anymore because in my eating window, I was just so hungry that I'd eat everything in sight until I screwed it up. So I don't I don't like to see people skipping meals if they're also trying to control hunger. I don't think that's a way to do it. You should also be eating less palatable foods. What is a palatable food? Palatable food is the perfect combination of carbs, fat, and salt. Or said in another way, sugar, fat, and salt. It's a perfect combination. And that, that's kind of a little bit different for everybody. But it seems like it's kind of the same foods that I hear all the time. Chocolate, cookies, or like baked goods, ice cream. It's like this perfect blend of ingredients that is very hard for us to resist. Now, palatable foods are also foods that once you pop, you can't stop. You you eat one you eat one Oreo and it makes you hungrier. Eating that Oreo encourages you to eat six more. Where before you had that first Oreo, you didn't have an urge to eat six of them. These foods don't fill you up. Typically they're not full of fiber and protein. Typically they're too delicious. It's hard for you to stop. Another one is you have to control your environment. And this is where people will tell me like, well, that's impossible. I work and sit next to a lady who always has a candy dish and she brings in cookies and blah, blah, blah. What do you want me to do about that? My cubicle is next to that lady. Or they tell me like, I'm a trucker and I travel all the time for work and then I get hungry at lunchtime and I walk into the convenience store or the quick star or, you know, whatever truck stop or fast food place. And they're in the wrong environment by doing that. You can control your environment. Saying that you can't do those things is what you're going to have to overcome first. But you're in the wrong environment if you're hungry all the time. Walking into a convenience store, I bet you start to get hungry. Sitting next to that lady who brings chocolate chip cookies and has M&Ms in her candy jar all the time, 
you're going to get hungry sitting next to her. Control your environment. Don't assume that you can't or that you're stuck in your job and whatever else. And so those things are going to help you control hunger. And that's what I had to do. I had to do all those things too. I can eat big and so can uh, some of my family members. And But that's something that I have to control. I would have never overcome my giant portions if I didn't do these things and go through a lot of failure. You're going to have to do that too. You're going to have to go through a lot of failure to get there. Okay, guys, let me know. Are these episodes helpful? Leave me a review. Let me know. And uh, I love you long time for that. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.